Today's show is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at GetBarkBox.com slash profit. Now, it's time to get profitable. This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. there, Profiteers. Welcome to episode number 80 of the Personal Profitability Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eric Rosenberg, and today we are going to talk about something that I am very passionate about, and that is money apps. We actually have a specific money app we're going to focus on today. I had an opportunity to chat with the CFO of Moneyline, which is this really cool emerging app. It's, it's getting a lot of popularity, a lot of traction, so you'll definitely want to check it out, but you will learn more about why when I chat with Tim in a few minutes. But before we do that, I wanted to thank a past commenter for leaving a rating and review at Apple Podcasts. This one goes back to last year. It was the Spike HLL is the guy's username who left this one. So thank you, the Spike, for, for dropping this review. He said, the best thing about the Personal Profitability Podcast is Eric's comfort with being the host. He's a great storyteller, and he brings the best and most interesting stuff out of his guests. There's a lot of great information here about great ways to make money. I'm recommending this podcast to my friends. Thank you so much, the Spike HLL and everyone else out there. Please recommend this podcast to your friends, too. That means the world to me, as I always say, it really does. Um, That is the number one way new people find this show, and I'm really trying to grow it so we can help as many profiteers like you as possible. So now let's dive in and we'll chat with Tim all about Money Lion. We're not just talking about the app, so make sure to really listen in. We're going to get into some serious personal finance strategies, moves you can make to make your money work for you rather than you work for your money. And that is what profitability is all about. So we will dive in in just about one minute after this quick message. Longtime listeners probably have heard from special guests Yogi and Tribble. Yes, I'm talking about my dogs that bark in the background sometimes, but even though they might speak up when I don't want to hear them on the podcast, they're still part of the family just like the rest of us. So for my dogs, I want to give them the best treats. And that's what BarkBox is all about. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. If you want to get one free month, head to getbarkbox.com profit and see what your dog might enjoy. You might have a little fun with it too. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I am very excited to bring our guest on who is a master of personal finance from his involvement with the app Money Lion. So Tim Hong, are you ready to get profitable? Absolutely. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. For people who aren't familiar, could you give us just a high level view of what Money Lion is all about and what your role is at the company? Moneyline was founded in 2013, really around the mission to make money more approachable and create better products for borrowing, saving, and investing. We have a mobile app and we're really focused on some of the kind of tough financial challenges that folks have these days. Things around needing to improve your credit or reduce your debt and save more money. It's fundamentally what we're focused on. And so folks on our platform can get free credit monitoring tools to track their spending and ways that they can save money. Anything from you're spending too much on coffee to, hey, you're paying a lot of interest on these kind of credit cards. And also providing that kind of personalized advice really based on 
spending pattern and the credit profile. I think the one thing that our customers really love as well is we offer a rewards program for better financial habits. So if you do things like track your credit score, improve it, or save more money, you earn points and you can redeem those for gift cards. We now have over a million users. Folks kind of log in every day to get their advice and really help improve their finances. I personally work on the product and marketing side of the company. I lead those teams up and really focused on how do we create good financial habits? How do we make money, as we mentioned, more approachable and and more fun? So one thing I see, and we read all these reports and statistics, about 70% of people have $1,000 or less in savings. About a third of people have no savings at all. You guys get to see all this really cool data on what people are doing with their banks. What do you see as the habits that are the right things people are doing today to boost those saving levels from zero? We have actually over a million bank accounts connected via our mobile app. And so we have a real firsthand view of our customers and really some of the challenges they face. We see, for instance, that folks on average have about $700 in terms of a balance on their checking account. And that's for a number of reasons. For instance, it's not simply $700 all the time. Folks build up their savings to $2,000 and then something like an unexpected expense occurs and they kind of start over to zero. And so I think what we see is folks that build really good habits are really cautious of not just the day-to-day in terms of, hey, I've got to spend less on whether it's coffee or I've got to have a budget, but they're also prepared for in the future what might happen if they do get an unexpected expense or a medical bill or things like that. I mean, life happens. And so folks that really succeed at building their savings are prepared for those kind of events. I know it's really easy to pick on coffee. That's a thing. But something I like to say is it's up to you what you value most. You should spend your money where you get the most value. So for some people, that's coffee. For some people, that's cable TV. Whatever you do, don't try to keep up with the Joneses. They probably have $10,000 in credit card debt. (laughs) But um, for those fun habits and things like that that people spend on, what do you guys see as the places based on what people are spending, what would you think they value most? Where are most people spending those discretionary dollars? Well, certainly things I think we've seen a shift towards more and more around these experiences, and trips and things like that, right? Rather than items or going to Best Buy to buy another TV. We do see a lot of folks value that. And one of the things that we've really focused on at Moneyline is that money is a means to an end. It's important to set goals. It's important to have to be able to visualize those kind of goals. When you have those visuals around why you're saving, people are much more likely to save money. Whether you're saving for your kids or for a vacation or otherwise, it's really important to kind of visualize those things. You know, me personally, I'm a you know, I'm a millennial. I love all that travel and all that fun stuff that millennials like. And it's always funny talking to my parents or anyone from the older generation about how we prioritize our spending versus how prior generations did. And you know, it's interesting seeing trends. I was just reading. You know, everyone's saying the suburbs were going to die because of millennials, but it turns out they were just waiting a little longer than their parents yeah, to right. move out there. Are you seeing any other interesting trends? generationally among your users and things that are maybe good habits millennials are doing that they aren't getting enough credit for? I think there's been some recent studies that millennials are saving for the future. There's a a general, if you look at the population as a whole, most folks are saving. 
only single digit percentages of their income, let's say anywhere from zero to 5%. And that's really one of the reasons why we do see such low savings. You know, I think partly too, there's really a lack of tools oftentimes. This is really where Moneyline comes in. There's a lack of tools for a lot of folks because really since, let's say, 2008, a lot of banks have really not been as helpful to, let's say, the financial middle class, right? That rather than helping them save more and invest for the future, they're charging them fees like overdraft fees or bank fees. And it's increasingly difficult to actually build that up. Back to your question, that, that's true across all age ranges. It's something that, at least from our perspective, is something worth really helping folks out with. A lot of these apps, there's you know tons of apps out there. People can connect their bank account and get some kind of data of what's coming out. But one thing I see that Money Lion's doing that some other apps are not is putting this big focus on a community. So how does your community work? And do you see that community interaction as helping people? You know, learn new things? How are people responding after they join the community versus before? One thing that we realize is that finances are social, right? That you may, well, you certainly won't share your net worth or your income or even some of your kind of recent money challenges, but there's elements of the community that can be really helpful, right? Whether it's for advice or support or even ideas. Those are the kind of things we work on. For instance, we are also a personal lender. So we provide personal loans to our customers. We've actually have provided over 250000 to our customers to help them manage unexpected expenses or to do debt consolidation so they can save money on their credit cards. And we actually have a really innovative program called Boost. You can get Boost from friends and family. It's a free way. It's a completely free program. And when you get boosts from friends and family, it's really kind of a, a vote of confidence. And we actually will give you discounts on your interest rate if you have boosts from friends and family. And like I said, it's just a, a one way that we incorporate the community into kind of a collective goal towards improving finances. So how does this boost thing work? I'm, I'm looking at it on the website right now. I'm seeing you can you know, get more boosts to lower your rate. Do you treat it as a, you know, like a vote of confidence, like a positive credit item that other people are willing to vouch for them? How does that fit in? When someone gives you a boost, they're not becoming a co-signer or anything like that. It's really a lightweight, as I mentioned, free way that someone, you could call it almost like an endorsement, right? And of course, you do still need to qualify for the loan itself. But as you build up more and more boosts, you can actually get a bigger and bigger discount on your interest rate. From our perspective, it's twofold. From one standpoint, we also it helps us understand that, you know, for instance, you're not a Russian bot or some sort of fraud, as an example, from our standpoint. And then, of course, we also want to thank the customer for spreading the word about Moneyline and some of our free tools, even if it's not about the loan, if it's about free credit monitoring, as an example. That's why we created the program. And we wanted people to be able to be empowered in their finances in a time when so often... You really don't feel empowered and you really feel almost at the whims of the banking industry. The free credit monitoring is such a huge value, especially today. I mean, recently in the news, there was a big credit monitoring company that's name starts with an E that released, let's say, all of our credit information and made it all open source to the public. So definitely that value alone, if people are not already doing that, is so important today because anyone could pretty much go online if they know how and get all your information and try to open a credit card. So that's a scary thing. 
aside from the safety side like that, how do people in your Moneyline community use that credit score app? Do you tend to see their scores increasing? Are they checking in regularly? Are they trying to prepare for loans? Uh, what, what are the big use cases there? First and foremost, we offer it to borrowers as well as non-borrowers on our platform. But the really interesting thing that we found is that it, it folks borrow money and they also sign up for credit monitoring at the same time through our platform. They're actually 28% less likely to default. Right. And so for us, that's such a powerful confirmation that these tools actually do impact financial health and awareness, I would say. The other piece that we're really one of a kind in is that we have a rewards program. So often, when you think about the credit score, it's such a black box. You really don't know how it works. And so what we try to do to tease that apart is actually reward folks for doing good financial habits that they're already doing to begin with, right? So for instance, uh, if you keep your credit utilization under 10%, you'll get 50 points every month that you're able to do that. And as you build up to 2,500 points, you can get a $25 gift card at Amazon, at Walmart, at Target, at Best Buy, at hundreds of retailers. And so that's our way of saying, number one, we'll reward you for good financial habits. And number two, it's a little bit of an education about what goes into it so that you can actually internalize, oh yeah, credit utilization is important. Uh, we all know that on-time payments is important, but there's other factors as well. Now, you guys had a new product, I know, coming out this week that we're recording. Listeners might be hearing it a little after the fact. Could you share what that new product is and why you guys are so excited? It started really with looking at the savings crisis, really, in America. Stats like the one you mentioned, around over 70% of folks don't have $1,000 or more in, in savings. That's a real challenge. And there's a lot of reasons that happens. And we've taken a really close look at uh, those mechanisms to design a product that helps people build their first $2,000 in two years. And the way we do it is really by combining both access to something as simple as an investment account. We really make it fully managed. So it's very simple. But in doing so, we're also able to provide access to a really low interest rate loan, even if you don't have great credit. So this loan in particular has a 5.99 APR, right? So it's much lower than really what you'd see on credit cards or anything like that. And the reason we built it this way is really because, again, going back to that profile that I mentioned earlier, people would build up $2,000 and then they'd reset, right? And to reset back to zero. If you think about what builds wealth today, it really is something as simple as compound interest, right? I mean, it's as simple as that. And really, if you think about savings accounts that have 0.1% interest, you know, it's really difficult to build wealth there. And in fact, you're actually falling behind because of things like inflation. And so we really do believe the path to better wealth is through investment, but also being able to leave that alone for the long term. Let's acknowledge the fact that there's unexpected expenses that occur all the time that you may need to manage. The loan that we provide with Moneyline Plus, our, our offering, is much lower than certainly credit cards, certainly higher interest loans, and can help you save overdraft fees as well. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. If people want to learn more about you, want to learn more about Moneyline and all that good stuff, where should they go? Come visit us at moneyline.com or follow us on Facebook. 
Awesome. Well, we will have links to both of those in the show notes, everybody. So make sure to drop by and check out Moneyline. After all, it's free, so you got nothing to lose. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tim, and we will talk to you later. Take care. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, listeners, for sticking around till the end. It has been a pleasure chatting with Tim, learning all about Moneyline. There's some other awesome personal finance apps out there. I actually wrote my very first book, which is an ebook about personal finance apps. Started when I discovered Mint way back in 2007, 10 years ago. It seems like a long time since these apps started now. But they keep growing. There's new ones. They keep getting better. There's such cool stuff. If you haven't checked it out, head to Amazon and you can look up the Personal Finance Arsenal by me, Eric Rosenberg. If you have Amazon Prime, you can check it out and read it for free, which is pretty cool on a Kindle. You can get it for $2.99 or order it in print. But the Kindle one, the online one, I think that one's great because it's a quick, easy, short read. It's a little dated, but it's on the, uh, the same line of topic as we were chatting about today. So I thought it was worth bringing up. And there will be a link to that, as always, in the show notes. Today's link is personalprofitability.com slash episode 80. So I hope to see you there. And thanks for sticking around till the end. Until next time, stay profitable. Stay profitable.